This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. In this episode, we're talking about strategies for passive income and wealth growth amid COVID-19 and the post-pandemic recovery. Our guest this episode is Luke Lim, Managing Director at Philip Securities, which is the brokerage and wealth management arm of Philip Capital. Welcome to the show, Luke. Hi, welcome. What is passive income and how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected passive income streams? I think during this pandemic, we saw many clients get their incomes reduced and therefore it's very difficult for them. Some of them have lost their jobs. Some of them have pay cuts and therefore they have been exposed to many vulnerabilities and passive income is one of the ways that they can help with these vulnerabilities. Passive income is where you get a side revenue stream from investments. Basically, passive income then is not your employment income. It's basically you have invested in something. You're not actively working on growing that wealth, but because you've invested it, for example, wisely or luckily, it gives you a stream of earnings. Is that correct? Uh, Yes. So what we see is that many investors use that as the stream of revenue. Some go into property, some buy dividend stocks. Some buy uh, fixed income bonds and many of them pay uh, some sort of regular stream of income either on a quarterly. And when a company does well that they invest in, the company would issue out dividends as a share of the profit to its shareholders. So passive income would include things like dividend yield, of course, as well as if you directly own property instead of REITs, your rental income. And it would be, in a sense, your passive income as well. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. So what are some concrete steps that we can take to rebuild any passive income we have lost amid COVID-19? Yeah, so we I touch on where uh, what I observed during this uh, COVID-19, where some of our customers lost. Earlier on, I covered that some of my clients lost a uh, reduced income. Some of them lost in the area of investment vulnerabilities. And what has happened is that those of my clients whose portfolio, certain sectors did well and certain sectors didn't do so well. But on general, most of my clients did well. And my clients that did well invested in growth stocks, tech stocks, Pharma, e-gaming, all these did well. Some of my clients who had portfolios overweighted on hospitality, of course, didn't do so well for this year or 2020, but they have a very diversified portfolio. So one of the things we always preach in financial vulnerabilities is always to diversify, diversify, diversify. And really, the idea is not to put all your eggs in one basket. Coming back to stock portfolios, how can a retail investor diversify to rebuild or build passive income then? Yeah, I think that's a very important question. And I think the idea is really to have a plan. And once you have a plan, it makes it much, much easier. Uh, so in the area of planning, there are a few things one can do to build or strengthen your financial well-being in terms of diversification. Diversification has different types. You can diversify by asset class because in a long history, uh, for 40 years of Dow Jones history, certain asset classes do better than others. So therefore, you can diversify as asset class. So for example, maybe if you're younger, you can say, I diversify by having maybe 80% on equities, 20% on fixed income. And then as you get older, you change your asset allocation to maybe 60% fixed income, 40% equities. Another way to diversify is geographical region, Singapore, China, Hong Kong, US. Uh, that's another way. Uh, the other way is also by sectors. Uh, and of course, this COVID situation has also highlighted the importance of having some sort of a barbell approach where you have... A certain portion of your investments in some very safe instruments 
And then another portion of their assets in very high growth and seemingly more volatile and higher risk stocks. And some of these uh, investment diversification strategies have done quite well, especially in this COVID situation. If you like Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Luke Lim, Managing Director at Philips Securities, about strategies for passive income and wealth growth amid COVID-19 and the post-pandemic recovery. Now, before the break, Luke, we were talking about diversification and a very interesting strategy you mentioned, the barbell approach. If you could elaborate a bit more, how could a retail investor actually go about executing a barbell approach? Uh, So a barbell approach is like lifting weights. So one end of the bar, you have very safe instruments. And the other end of the bar, you have a portion where you set for higher risk or higher growth companies. So that's one approach. Now, the safe instruments offer some sort of a base so that your total portfolio doesn't fluctuate too much. And customers don't like portfolios that fluctuate too much. The high growth allows you to ride the growth of the market. So that's how a barbell approach is being done. Some of my clients deploy barbell approach through trading or investing. So while they are a majority of their assets are on safe instruments like money market funds or fixed income ETFs, they also put a proportion to invest in growth stocks. So some of them will work with our Remisiers. And uh, that's one of my recommendations as well, is to work with a Remisier. And the reason why you want to work with Remisier is because I remember walking around and talking to my Remisiers and Remisiers were saying, you know, Luke, I want to watch the markets, right? And my Remisiers watch the markets the whole day long. And it's a little bit like having a trading coach or a personal coach, right? The Remisier will help you guide you. They watch the market, they can advise you. And then those who want to start on the barbell or self-trading should start small first. And that could be a one way you do it. And hopefully you learn how to trade better and invest better. So that's one approach. The other approach is you look at types of stocks. Uh, barbell could be one very safe stocks, blue chips. Then the high risk one, you can take the gaming stocks. And of course, recently we hear some of the recent trading strategies and the recent frenzies you hear. But again, it is very risky. So just do be careful. So, I mean, yeah, tap expertise, whether it's a Remisier or some other expert, uh, especially if you're not experienced at this and dip your toes in gradually. And interesting, you mentioned, you know, you mentioned single stocks. You also mentioned your base portfolio of like fixed income ETFs. When you talk about diversification, what are your views on single stocks versus ETFs and index funds, for example? So for me, um, I think the most efficient, cost-effective investment instrument is stocks, right? Because you're investing in that company and that company uses that money, right? They invest in for their growth capital. However, because stocks are volatile and if you're, uh, and therefore you want diversification and therefore sometimes an ETF may be better or fund may be better uh, because the fund manager or the ETF issuer will pick the best in class, right? Based on their prospectus. So that is the difference. You also have to be concerned about the cost element. Of course, investing in your stocks, you have to time the stock yourself and by its lower cost because it's just one layer of fees. Where else if you go through a fund or an ETF, there is two layers of fees, which is the fund manager or grouping the stocks for you. The other one you also got to consider is your sizing. For some stocks, you need to spend a lot of money because the stock price is high. Where else if you go through a fund, right, the fund manager can buy with the same notion amount more stocks for you. And therefore, you can achieve diversification much easier using a fund structure or an ETF structure. The other one is the argument between passive and active. Usually funds are actively managed and ETFs are generally passively managed. So it's against your view and some of very efficient markets, you may want to do passive investing. And for less efficient markets where you think the active management provides a better alpha, then do consider funds as well. 
And it sounds like it doesn't necessarily have to be an either-or approach. I mean, you could have a mixture of ETFs, funds, as well as single stocks. So it depends on your needs then, I assume. So fund wealth investors are really hardworking and they like to read the annual reports. They like to visit the companies and we provide the avenue for that. And then for those people who read up on the stock, uh, spend the time and effort, then of course, I surely would recommend trading on stocks. But if a client wants to say, okay, you know, I prefer a more thematic investment approach, then we'll say, maybe we want to get a fund on ETF will be a preferred approach. And then some investors say, I really like this fund manager. He has really outperformed. His values are my values and therefore I like the way he invests and therefore I prefer the fund. So it's, just, it's a bit of both. And for the benefit of our listeners who are not familiar, ETFs are exchange-traded funds which you can buy and sell in the market. Thanks for being on the show, Luke. Thank you. We've been speaking about strategies for passive income and wealth growth amid COVID-19 with my guest, Luke Lim, Managing Director at Philip Securities. And that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.